Geek Ronin, episode two. Schedule posts. Publish posts. That's eh, all. One way or the uh, other. Fuck it. I'm, yeah. re- I'm recording it, so it's not like we can't just put this out as audio and we can do some more test runs to make sure we get everything all fucking set up right. It's been a while yeah. since we streamed uh, anyway, so. I have, yeah, I'm recording the audio anyways. Right um, on. So we'll both have. Actually, if you. Actually, want... I'm, recording the, I'm recording the video. That's what I meant. Okay. Oh, I was, was going to say, if you're recording audio too, then I can get your audio and my audio, like from our actual microphones, and, and sync them together. Yeah. Um. I'll check it in like ten minutes and see if it actually went through. If not, no worries. But um, let's jump into it. People are either going to catch the tail end of our, or tail end of this first part, but whatever. For sure. Um, we're back. We're oh. back. Well, it's not like we really went anywhere. It's just we we're... didn't. We just we uh, got a little caught up and busy uh, life, if you will. That's uh, all good. I, I think honestly, they'll understand. I hope so. Um, you know, but um, what's new? What's been new? What's been in the updates and stuff? Um, uh... it's been a while since like they've heard anything from us so true if true. they aren't following us individually then this uh, is a good chance to fill them in on since what the our last, projects have been fuck since the last time i mean it's been literally i think i launched the website i've been doing the podcast i am thomas tb or no is it no it's 10 minutes 10 minutes or less, 10 minutes less. i yeah. am tbg.com i can't even fucking think right now um <laughs> Yeah, it's just been me rambling. I'm probably gonna tweak the way that I have it all set up because it's just it's it's only cat you know you catching casting a wide net, but it's only ten minutes long, so it's mm. I don't know. Figure it out. Just gonna keep rolling with it. Uh, your band, your band launched the, band. the uh, social media. Yeah, just started. Do you guys have, you guys have a website? Uh, well uh, we do. We just we're we're sort of we're waiting on uh, content and and photographs which you are are helpfully providing us with and and they look oh, fantastic yeah. by the way uh, don't be afraid to send more than just the ones that you sent me you know or well i only like i was looking i only had maybe 20 or so pics that i took because i took majority video of you guys oh that's so fine video is fine to by get, me. i can try to get screenshots from the video and then send that to you guys that sounds good too yeah. We're we're easy peasy here. We're easy peasy. I'm sure. Um Yeah, you guys you guys were sounded awesome. It was it was crazy because you we were like, yo, it's gonna be a small space and yeah. it's basically yeah, like well, tiny space. Well, tiny, tiny space. Tiny space. And it's all within, you know, the space that we're doing things and you gotta wear earplugs and I was like, Alright, cool. Got there and Oh man! If I had my earplugs out, I would have been like, "Oh yeah, you would have died." It's so fucking it loud been, in there. Uh, if anyone knows the Archer, like basically, if anyone knows Archer, he has um, what's that? What's that hearing thing called? Tinnitus. Uh, 
tinnitus. So he's, you know, been next to gunfire and grenades going off so long because of him being an agent that he just goes, ma, ma, ma. He goes, I have fucking tinnitus. Like, and he's yelling at people. He's like, what? What? Uh-huh. <laughs> so that, that's that that's what it would be. been the case um, for me. But, um, yeah, I had a fun little weekend in Maine this past weekend. Um, came up to see Fuck the yeah. big guy. The big guy in Panda. Yeah. Um, it was lots of fun, man. I had great food, great noms, played a cool new game that I will be picking up because that was so funny. I still haven't. Have you gotten a text from the random person? No, I haven't. No, no one's doing that. Game oh. of, but Game of Phones, Game of Phones is fun. And in fact, it's. It, I'm sure it would have been more fun with like maybe two or three more people that were oh, into yeah. it. But that that it was still been, pretty like, good. Insane. Because uh, you, you would have so many different like. Um, responses and things happening. We got to get we got to get everybody on one of these and play uh Game of Phones uh as a stream. That would be fucking so much fun. I'm I'm totally with it. I'm on board. I think it's like sure. 10 or 12 bucks. I mean, fuck, I'll I'll fucking buy everybody one and just send them out. <laughs> um let me see. What else we got? Um I've been doing Oh, so I think I also launched my site either around the same time as you a little bit beforehand but yes but now it's like fully oh i want to say it's like 90 percent done like i i want to tweak it a little bit but i've done my website um i've been doing lots of photography i have video gigs uh coming up Um, lucky son of a bitch you're coming back up here to do videos (laughs) for for sure um, one of my buddies actually requested me to do, uh, his music video, uh, matter of fact, uh, uh my buddy Demetrius. Yeah, I know who you're uh, talking about. Podcast. Uh, I am doing his, um, I'm doing some of the concept, uh, for the concept video for his music video. I don't know if I'm shooting the whole thing, but I requested to do it. And I'm like, yes, I like me. Let, let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been cool, man. Like I've been getting super in, into the photography uh i have my new setup over there which uh i showed a picture of earlier today i think it's on my uh instagram story it's feeling go. nice man it's feeling like really like everything's coming together for, for the most part right on. Uh, yeah can't really complain we had mm. we had Barcon, which you came down for yeah um, that was fun that was always a good time Always a good time. I still have to do my episode of Ten Minutes or Less. I, I still need to. Uh, yeah, you do. But that. quite honestly, if you go on a rant here, I might just pull it and have you fucking record an <laughs> intro. Oh, it, it's happening. Oh, if, okay, if, I can deal with that. No, I, I can I, deal with that. I, I have a good little rant. Well, um, why don't why don't we fucking jump into that and we can use that as a as a, a you know jumping off point. All right, do it um, up. If you got you got a gripe, fucking let it off your chest. It's been a little bit, you know. Just get it off your chest, buddy. Let me get a little more water in me, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a, a lengthy one. All right, so we we've talked about it before, where adaptations, um, remastered games, uh, reboots, um, where is it enough? Is it too much? Um, are they getting it right? Do we really need it? And where's the original content? Right? Right. So I'm a, I'm a huge anime fan. I grew up on anime, love anime. 
And I saw that they were doing Full Metal Alchemist. And I was like, all right, cool. It looks really good. But my thing has always been, how closely are they going to stick to source material? Now, I understand that taking something as large as an almost, I want to say 200-episode anime series and condensing all of that, you know, story and... um, pivotal plot moments into a two-hour movie is going to be hard. However, when you take away things that are crucial to the story and affect essentially how characters are going to be driven for the rest of the story, you have a completely different story. Like, there's no point, you know, in it for me. Like, it's one of those things where Let's say the guy who killed this dude's mom and his whole life is dedicated to, like, getting revenge and getting this guy gets removed. What's his, like, motivation now? Like, the entire, you know, who he is revolved around this one pivotal moment and you taking it away and then just having things, like, happen as if, yeah, he has some driving force, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, you don't know what it is, or you lightly talk about it. It's it's one of those things that I find super frustrating, and it's happened time and time again in uh, adaptations. So, for instance, for well, my, I'm, okay. I'm just gonna throw it in there. It, I'm with you, and I think one thing that if it's written well in the universe and everything is set up the right way. I mean, you look at mm. look at Flashpoint. That's a, that was essentially that's essentially exactly what you just said. He had the thing, the, his driving force that turned him into the Flash, and or that eventually turned him into the mm. Flash was mm. taken away. His mother survived, so there's no reason for him to go crazy like he did and end up getting turned into the Flash by a bolt of lightning and the chemicals and all that shit. And mm-hmm. then you have Flashpoint and the Flashpoint paradox and the whole nine yards. Right. So if it's written well. You can make a really, really good story and use that to your advantage. Outside of that, uh, you're right. <laughs> right. Like, think. put it this way. Um, why did we have such an issue with Avatar The Last Airbender? Because not only are they getting characters' names wrong, they're completely trying to, like, skip really big moments I don't think they're trying to drive I don't think they're trying to skip I think I think that they're trying to jam a season's worth of TV shows right. into a two-hour movie which is just fucking stupid it is it is I, and I completely agree with you and, and the same goes for full Metal Alchemist but in doing the jam like they're trying to condense everything into one cohesive movie it ends up being something where like they just fucking we don't need this, we don't need this, and they're tossing out stuff, and you're just like, wait, but that's the thing, like, it's basically like taking a car and being like, you know what, I want to turn this into a fucking go-kart. You still need the engine, you still need wheels, you still need certain parts, and they're like, you know what, we're going to fucking get rid of two of the wheels, and you're just like, wait, what do you do? Like, we need wheels, like, what are you talking about? Like, those are necessary the fuel for the car is necessary well i would i would liken it more to if you look at like and this is going to be a weird weird one to to go with but just follow me on this 
mm-hmm. old school sculptor sculpting from marble. Uh-huh. They had to see it in there, and they had to fucking chip it away and r- reveal all the details. So, in a way, that process is similar to, like, a television series where it's going to take a long period of time, but at the end, all of the details are going to make the story rich and amazing to watch. Mm-hmm. And movies, not that it's a bad thing because, you know, it serves its purpose, but it's like doing, like, metal castings of a statue that's already been sculpted and just mass producing it, which is essentially what movies are is, yeah. or at least what they are now. They weren't, that's not what they used to be, but that's what they are now. So it's mass produced. They got to pump out as many as they can. So basically they're taking whatever main storyline they're looking for and any of the actual pertinent characters that are part of that storyline that would be integral and there's no way that they could possibly combine them with somebody else or mm. whatever. And then you have the people that they combine and the other ones they just throw away because they're not – I mean, yes, they're important to the greater work of art that is the entire series. But if you're trying to boil it down to one storyline out of that huge entire series, then that's what you're going to get is you're going to get only bits and pieces. And if you're expecting the whole series in an entire movie, then it's just stupid. Oh, absolutely. At this point, I never expect the entire... Like, I don't expect to get every single detail, every single part into it. But the bare minimum for me is getting things that are necessary and crucial that drive the story. You know what I mean? Well, it's true, but I... bare, Bare bones, that's all I ask for. Now... I've gotten to a point where I don't want it anymore. Don't give me adaptations anymore. Uh, don't, you know, if the source is, because we see this a lot where, where we get the source and we're like, oh man, they're turning this into a big feature thing or they're turning a comic book into a TV series or they're turning something, they're turning something into something. And everyone gets super hype and it's never like a consistent thing where we're like, they got it right. They got it right. They took well, their because, time. They paced it well because we're in a, in a point where it has to happen. It has to happen now, and we're going to give it to you guys, and it's just like, no, not, not what I asked for. Not only that, but you also got to take into consideration that, especially if you're doing shit with with series that have been around for decades, like take, take Superman. We'll just go with Superman because he's one of the oldest comic book characters mm-hmm. out there. He's been around since, what, like fucking 39 I think 1939, like somewhere in there. It was, like, right right during freaking um, World War II. Mm-hmm. Like, right near the beginning. Right before America got involved. And it's been... The, his His canon is so huge, and it's been rewritten so many times, and there have been so many different people that liked so many different versions of Superman. There is no way that you'll even get a general consensus about a particular movie. Like, Black Panther was really good, but I think a lot of the reason that everyone loved Black Panther was because we finally got to see a fucking movie that was mainly African-American, or not necessarily just that, just mainly a cast that wasn't white. Right. And they were powerful and smart and strong, and they broke a lot of of stereotypes. And if you go, but I think hey, it wasn't we're be- do the movie Black Panther based in Africa, 
for a fictional place called Wakanda, but we're going to cast, like, 60% white guys, the, like, world would have went nuts. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? But, I mean, it's... And, but I, but the point I'm, the point I'm, I'm trying to, to get at is that, yeah, it was pretty faithful to the comic book to an extent, but I don't think that was really the main concern with whether or not this movie was going to be good or not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You right. know, like Thor Ragnarok, great Marvel movie. Combined like two or three storylines at least. Yeah. It, so it, was it kind? It was kind of faithful to the comic book, I guess, but it definitely was in the vein of the Marvel Cinematic Universe version of Thor and Hulk, not right. necessarily the comic books. And then you would have to say, well, what version of Thor? What version of Hulk? Then that's going to totally define the relationship between the two of them. And then there mm-hmm. are different people that like the different versions. So it's there's literally zero <laughs> way that they could ever actually put out a movie or a television series adaptation where there's going to be so many people that like it. I think all the examples that we have are just because it was a good cohesive theories and it had a lot of elements from the, from different storylines and different things. But then when there were also things that people fucking hated about the Marvel movie, the, like the Netflix universe and, and all of that shit. So it's, it's, yeah, absolutely. Like, I I agree with you. I'm just saying it's like th- we run into that wall of we're never really going to make someone happy. You know, right. you'll only make All certain right. people so happy. Let's 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 agree on that point for adaptations. Now we get reboots, and <sighs> specifically, I'm talking about reboot the reboot. Oh, did you know they're rebooting De- uh, Death Wish with Bruce Willis? And Eli Roth, really? yeah, and Eli Roth is fucking uh, is direct directed it. It comes I, I it comes out I... like tomorrow, I think. What? Yeah, yeah we're, we're, gonna put a pin <laughs> in that. we're gonna put a pin in that. For now, I I've reached a point where I think I'm I'm no, I know for a fact I'm 30 years old, and I think the last 10 to I'd say 15 years of my life have been spent watching reboots of movies that I watched in the first 10 to 15 years of my life. Right. (laughs) So we've literally watched the same things twice, but not necessarily in the same order. Right. In different versions. And and for me, all right. So a reboot done right, at least for me, is something like the series MacGyver. Mm -hmm. MacGyver did a really good job with, taking a younger version of, of this kid. Um, we don't know anything about his dad. We don't know if his dad is the original MacGyver. Um, but they did a really good job with, you know, that story, keeping mm-hmm. it fresh in this era. If you have something go by with that much, um, you know, time in between where you can say, all right, I'm going to reboot this thing and I'm going to make it fresh, not just be like, oh, I'm going to make something and throw it in the modern age for the sake of throwing it in the modern age, you know? Because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, the A-Team the A team movie was awesome. That was an awesome, like... It was essentially you know, a, a modern version of an A-Team mission, but it was feature-length. Exactly. And that's why it was so good, because it didn't try to do anything different than the original series was. Exactly. But then we have stuff like, you know, my my inner child my inner law is like 
dying for a reboot. Like, I feel like that was one of my favorite shows growing up as a kid. Then I see the trailer for this thing, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, they were really serious about making this reboot reboot. And I see the trailer, and I'm just, like, totally mixed feelings about it. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Then I see, like, Megabyte. So I'm like, okay, they brought back Megabyte. I guess I'm kind of supposed to feel okay with this. And then I, like, finish it. It's premiering on Netflix, which is mind-blowing because I feel like Netflix is one of those they can almost do no wrong at this point. Like, they've, they've had a pretty solid track record. Well, I mean, they put out the most- so much content that they're bound to fucking hit something. It's basically like throwing fucking rice at the side of a barn. You're going to hit something somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> it, it, that's exactly it. But I feel like this is something where, again... The inner child in me asked for it. The adult me didn't ask for it, and we got it. And I feel like they're going to completely ruin a franchise that had no business being modern. That had no business, like, getting rebooted in the first place. You know? I mean, I... So, like, Chris uh, Chris said it perfectly, and I'll say it, you know, to this... this, So I'm blue in the face. He was like, Dude, it's just VR Troopers. And I was like, what? For those of you who... Yeah, oh, no, I remember oh, VR Troopers, too, yeah. Well, the, our, Some people are, don't, yeah. Yeah, all five of them. All five. Um, VR Troopers was this old... It was, like, I think almost pre-Power Rangers. It was, like, just, just before Power Rangers. Um, or within the t- same, like... Oh, yeah, it was, like, right scope. after Mighty Morphin Power Rangers got super, super big. Then you saw... Right. Beetleborgs, you saw VR Troopers, you saw Reboot, you saw a whole fuckload of, of a million yeah. of them. So VR Troopers are these kids who can travel into computers, fight like technological, you know, viruses and, and shit viruses like that. and all this other stuff. And it was really cool. Like it was a cool concept. And it's basically what they did to these kids. They turned these kids into glorified VR Troopers, essentially. And we're like, we're going to call it Reboot because they're going into a computer. Oh, right. We don't have any of the old characters. Let's just bring back Megabyte, who, frankly, isn't that bad of, a, like, a villain. He's, like... In the, in I just thing, love like, that the villain's name is Megabyte. <laughs> right? So, like, I feel like the old me, the kid in me, is like, Megabyte was a badass. Then you grow up to realize Hexadecimal was the real OG in that fucking villain, like scope she was a bad boss bitch like let's just fucking put it out there um so i I don't know i don't i feel like reboots are another thing like like i'm gonna these are my topics adaptations uh reboots and remasters remasters are another thing where um i've seen remasters or remixes for talking music here no 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 all right do you know the game Shadow of Colossus? Yeah. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Remastering it for a new fucking, uh, for a better console. Right. Yeah, that's, so we got well, Shadow I'm, of Colossus for PS2 when it first came out. Then we got it for PS3 remastered. Then we got it for PS4 now coming out. Skyrim for like three, three or four, like, I can't. Apparently three and four is five and four. Why well, I can't fucking number. Seven? Anyway, I, seven. Um, like we're getting all these same exact games nothing extra nothing added on it looks better and looks like they just 
up the technology and you know the 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 engine and the software stuff for it but essentially like if you really just wanted it like why am i spending 60 bucks on a game that i've played already i've beat already and i could probably have on an old console that i still have because there you know I mean? because well it it all boils down to what are people going to buy? What are what is the general consumer going to buy? They're not they're not thinking about. You got to remember the, the, the people. This, the people. No, no, no one's buying original content. No one's well, absorbing. Original but it's content it's, it's already been proven to be good. So the companies are like, people are going to keep fucking buying it. So we're just going to keep giving it to them. If people stop buying the remasters to games, they wouldn't fucking make remasters. You know what I mean? Like if pe- yeah. everyone were everyone pisses and moans about like in-game purchases, but if people if enough people didn't do the in-game purchases, they wouldn't have the in-game purchases because it wouldn't be worth their time to code it in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so, Absolutely. So I I agree with you, but they're not making it for the people that love these things. They're making it for the people that could give, you know, it's popular right now. You know, oh, I didn't play it on PS2 or PS3, but I have a PS4, and all my friends that used to play it said it was fucking badass, so I'm going to buy it for PS4. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, I didn't I didn't own any gaming consoles when I was a kid. We had a Nintendo 64 that we kept at my grandparents' house. Mm. I didn't have any in the house. We had computers. Shout out to the 64. That was like, that was like a top tier console. used to console. play Tony Hawk all the time, and then we got a PS2. PS2 and N64. Pokemon Snap, that was shit. Alyssa kicks my ass on it all the time. And Alyssa, Pokemon Stadium. She, she, she is a like a demon on uh, Super Smash Brothers. Fuck yeah. Yeah, she's crazy. Ooh. She kicks you, my you ass. Gotta, you gotta play all this. the time. Which is uh, see that kind of battle. I would love to see Zayas versus Alyssa here. He would beat me. <laughs> I'm yeah. really out of practice. He, he's out of practice too. Don't, don't get, he's like, I can't he, even be the ten year olds that come after school. Wait, so. who's 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 your main? Who's your who's your main oh, person? Oh, Kirby. To play? Kirby. All oh, the way. He's a, he mains Little Mac. What? Yeah, it's a weird thing. He mains Little Mac and he's played like top tier players, beating them, and they'll be like, All right, now play me with your main. He's like, No, this is my main. Like this is who I use. And they're yeah. just like baffled because he's like one of the worst characters i've never not used character. kirby because kirby's I was the shit always a link guy okay link is, link is my dude yeah link is good now i love po- pokemon snap is my jam though we're getting a super uh nintendo for next week uh, n64 you mean yes <laughs> what did I say? super nintendo whatever yeah and i'm hoping that she has pokemon snap because i own it that shit Devin and I used to play like every weekend at Dad's house. And Pokemon, Pokemon Snap and Pokemon Stadium were my games, were my jams, man. Never had Pokemon Stadium. Pokemon Stadium was legit. I think I played Pokemon like, Stadium. It's pretty much game. Super Smash Brothers with just Pokemon. But there's move sets like you can't. Yeah. It's exactly turn based. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's turn based like in the actual games, but like it's 3D, so you're just like ah, I get to actually see Blastoise use Hydro Pump. Which is amazing. Yeah. It's fun. Get wrecked. Oh yeah, for sure. What about Duck Hunt? I can get busy on some Duck Hunt. I- I'm with it. I own Duck Hunt. I feel like I feel like Larissa has it because Larissa has all her old consoles. She has like the 
Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega. I think she just doesn't have a Dreamcast, but she has the PlayStation 2, N64. Um, I don't think she has a PS1. So many consoles. All I have is an Xbox 360 and a... PS4? Yeah, PS4. Yeah, you, you're rocking like me. It's fine by me. I, I still play on my Xbox 360 every now and again. Game Boys. I've I, been thinking about it. I've, I don't want to talk about Game Boys. I wish I still had my old Game Boy. I, I had pl- a Game Boy Pocket. Like, yellow Game Boy Pocket is all I wanted for my, my birthday. Like, I think it was like sixth grade. And my dad gave it to me for my birthday. And I fucking lost my shit. You're talking about a, a yellow Game Boy? Game Boy Pocket? I had, yeah, I had a green Game Boy Pocket. She had a green Game Boy Pocket. I still have it somewhere. Ugh, I wish. And I had a Game Boy Color. I had a Game Boy Color. Yeah. Teal green. Oh, yes. I never had a Game Boy. A Game Boy SD? Nah, I started after after Game Boy Color, I just started using Zayas' uh, Game Boys. Oh. I would just use his because he was still little and... I'll use his, and then I get bored, and then it, when by the time I was a senior in high school, the PSP came out, and I just rocked with that for like the first two years of college, I think. I stopped for a while. My twenty-first birthday, I got money, and I got a Nintendo 3DS. Which you haven't touched in like a year and a half. I haven't touched, but I still have two Pokemon games on. I've I've heard good things. I I've always been curious to get one, but there's nothing driving me to get one. I hear you on that. So, making our way back to the point of the original conversation. <laughs> right. The reason um, the reason you're seeing the remasters is because not everyone's going to have all of those games. So, as a gamer, yes, you're going to be like, why the fuck do I keep seeing remasters of the same fucking games? Well, it's because not everybody had, uh, you know, all of the consoles leading up to the most recent console. You know what I mean? In that defense, and I, I completely agree and, and hear what you're saying. But I also still think it's the other reason that if people are going to keep buying it, they're going to keep fucking putting it out. Why fuck? Why put money into original content when they can take everything that's already been made and skeletons? They, so, so they have all of the animation and all the coding and everything. So it's basically just running it through a new engine, and then they can update mm. the graphics like crazy. And then it's, it costs like half the amount that it would to actually put together, develop, and, and like, release a game, a new game that might not fucking do anything. But this one's already proven. We already have all of the backbone and everything, and someone's still going to fucking pay. We're, we're still going to make a fuckload of money, and we're going to make more money because it only costs half as much as making a real game. And I'm, I have no idea if it's half as much. I'm just making, a, yeah, making up a, an yeah. amount for the point. Yeah. So I think it's, I, I, I think I, it's I, both. I think it's both. Alright. I think it's both. I want to jump into... Uh, um, so I saw this on my feed. The uh, Hela was a better villain Oh, yeah, I Killmonger. saw that. And I was just like... Well, I mean, if we're talking, like, superpowers, then, well, yeah, obviously she's stronger. She's a fucking she's, god. We're not talk- I, I don't think she's talking stronger. I think she's... Think a better she character? She's a better character and a better villain for the MCU. Or she, I think she argues that she's the best I MCU think, villain. I think it's, I think this is going to be really controversial. I think they're the same villain. 
Killmonger and you strip away oh. strip away backstory strip away you know like their physical attributes and all that shit let's look at story they were cast fucked, out fucked fucked over fucked over by a father over. figure they were exiled somewhere that really wasn't where they were from so so they're exiled out, outside of they their country back, of origin try to, try they come back home. and yeah, they're going to seize the throne, but they're not coming back to rule. They're coming back to just fucking, you didn't do it right. I'm going to fucking burn everything down and build my own do world. do better. Yeah, that's, that's essentially the plot line for Hela and Killmonger. I, mm. They're the same villains. They're just dressed up differently. One's a woman and one is a man. And that's that's really it. That actually that actually like almost nulls my entire argument because I feel like Killmonger is the better villain because of how his circumstances like were played out and and who he is. Well, yeah, but but essentially we're not Hela, looking at like, yeah, take away the experiences. Let's let's just boil it down to the the the, the bones, basic yeah. the bare bones the backbone of the whole character. So I mean like yeah. What Killmonger was able to do was way more fucking badass than, say, you know, she's a, she's already a goddess and she's one of the strongest gods or goddesses, deities in the pantheon of right. Norse mythology, which isn't necessarily what the comics and the movies are based on, but to a point. But still, right. she's a badass. So, I mean, yeah, she's the one who causes Ragnarok. Like, that's pretty damn close to what, I mean as close as comic book movies can come to, like, mythology, but, yeah, she's a badass, and, and Killmonger did it without superpowers, without any sort of godlike abilities, but in the end, I mean, he really didn't have, it wasn't, it's not like everybody in Wakanda had Black Panther abilities, it was, it's just mm-hmm. Black Panther. So really all he had to do was find a way in to Wakanda, which played out beautifully on on the screen it was awesome the way that I'm, the way that he did that like i feel like he had done you, that you the, he had used that the I entire so, time i was so ready to just be like killmonger all the way and that argument like actually validates it but then to that degree are they the two best marvel villains that we've seen on the big screen then if they both are equal in that right are they also than the best Marvel villains that we've seen so far. Well, no, because I mean, well, I think and Kill- not including I, I not, think, in, not I including think, like the Netflix guys. I think I think Killmonger is still is if we're going by who's the better written villain, then yeah, oh, hold on, we're getting food, motherfuckers. Nice. Yep, that's our guy. Hopefully he comes up the stairs. Yeah. Sorry about that. No doubt. Apparently we scheduled the live and nothing's happening. That's all good. No, he yeah, he just had to grab something from the car. So, he's coming up. Oh, sorry. Um I think Killmonger is the better villain. 
just because I can the I can extent of shit that he he had to do. He had no influence. He had well, I'm sure he had influence, but it was gained through his own fucking determination and hard work. It wasn't, you know, because they were an uber powerful deity. And Zemo is also, I think, one of the best villains that they've done. Yeah, I would. So for me, I want to put Vulture. Vulture is probably one of my like number ones. Oh, Vulture's up there too. I like that for sure. Vulture, Killmonger, and I would say as my number three, um, hmm. to a degree, Loki. Loki's pretty good. I like Loki. I I, I think because Loki plays that like back and forth. You know, like he's Loki has to... no side. He's on his own side, right? Which also makes him an even better character. I don't. Yeah. I just don't know if I can call him a villain because Loki's there's times a, where he Loki's a he wild a, card, right? Exactly. Well, he's a wild card. I think Loki's an entirely separate character from all of that. Can you hear the PS4 going in the background? A little bit. Okay. Whatever. I, so I only because I, I only yeah you're good Tell don't me worry about good, it cause I, only because I you told me to listen to it right um yeah that makes sense um who who do you see as the best Netflix villain uh the ones that we've seen so far oh Fisk one hundred well mm. 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 <laughs> hold on you said that way too quick. <laughs> In like scale, see that's the thing. Like, Kilgrave is a fantastic villain just because of what his ability is and what his personality is like. But and what he's done and what he's done. But honestly, I would still have to go with Fisk. I I mean, because I mean, yeah, Kilgrave can get anybody to do whatever he wants, but it's not necessarily because they want to or it's because it's out of fear of crossing this guy it's because they physically can't say no when some when when the kingpin tells you to do something i want to you do it i want to give it i want to give it to um, and vincent d'onofrio is just a fucking animal so yes <laughs> however, however a really 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 good consideration for that would have to be um, your boy from Punisher. Oh, uh, are we talking? Um, oh, what not f- not Russo, not Russo. Russo is is there. Russo is going to be guy, a good villain for next for Russo's next season. Russo is going to be an amazing villain for next season. Yeah. But the guy who was uh, his uh, yeah agent the guy, yeah the agent agent Orange I think they call him. Whatever, yeah, whatever his thing is, he yeah he was a fantastic villain was too. A really good villain. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it, like he, he almost like was a necessary evil to the point where like I don't think I don't think that could have played out any other way. Like if you take that character out of the story, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
there would have been no need for, for Frank to be as, as who he was. You know what I mean? Where Fisk, you take Fisk out of the equation, I think Daredevil's still going to be the same Daredevil person that he is. Uh... Like, he's still going to want to fight and protect his city. He's still going to, to some degree, try to be a hero. Where Frank was completely and utterly distraught by the but death wasn't... of his family. Yeah, but, I, but I mean... Orange. Yeah, but I also feel like Russo would have gone rogue with anybody and it wouldn't necessarily have taken Agent Orange to do something like that. And we even, you know, he did say, Russo did say that he he didn't want to have to kill his family. <laughs> but, True. But he did because he had to, which, you know, obviously. Yeah, watch I, watch the series I, to get I, that, I, but... I'm very, I'm very, I agree with you on Fisk, though I think Agent Orange is right up there with him. Because I think he was a fantastic villain. True, but I think, I also, I, I also think Fisk, put, I also put a lot into villains that like make you hate them. Fisk. Mm, I can I can see that I guess I mean Fisk I don't think you I don't I honestly I didn't hate Agent Fisk. Orange either like I thought he was a fucking douche nozzle yeah douche nozzle is, a, is an app is an app phrase <laughs> I was gonna say fucking twat but I mean <laughs> but really I mean it's <gasps> the same difference right. I mean but I didn't you know like I don't, I don't love the Kingpin because, well, I, I love the Kingpin a lot because it's Vincent D'Onofrio and I love him as an actor, but I, I love him as a villain because he is just, he embodies so many different things because he, he's essentially, he's essentially, so he's almost sort of like symbolic of organized crime in Hell's Kitchen. So if Kingpin, yeah, doesn't exist, he's still going to be fighting other people. But it, so it's not necessarily that the the villain makes the character, but the character is what makes the villain. So putting all of the organized crime into one spot, as opposed to, um, y'all right there? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like my lighting is so much better, but I just didn't want to turn it up that bright. There you go. But I think. Oh, where the fuck was I going with that? <laughs> he's the, like the villains are, are the, the characters make the characters make the villains. You know, like right. you can have a really good idea for a villain, but if the character, you know, like it's got to play too. I think that's why with Daredevil and Spider-Man, especially the Kingpin, is a huge and major villain for them because. Right it's representative of everything that they're fighting. So if they're fighting the Kingpin, it puts a name and a face to it. And mm. because of what they have to go through to try and stop his, his whatever's, that's what makes him so great. Okay. Cause he's been able to rise to the top of all the organized crime in the entirety of New York city. Yeah. And you have several superheroes that are fighting you constantly in order for you to not completely take over. Yeah. 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 
I feel okay. like I feel like he's sort of like the Lex Luthor of the. Oh, uh, absolutely! By all means, when it. So I will say, Lex being one of my favorite DC villains, I know I'm a big Batman fan, and Joker is right up there with him. But Lex, Lex is fantastic. Is just amazing. Like he's a villain like you essentially love to hate. Like you're just like how how can you have your head so far up your own ass? But then when you look at him and dissect him, you're like, well, shit, he's just doing this because he feels like he's speaking for the people and the people are scared of what potential, like, harm Superman can have to this, like, world. And people like him. Obviously, yeah. Because he's charismatic. Right. So it's one of those things where you, you start to realize, like, shit, like, he's not entirely, you know doing this for the sake of being a bad guy or being evil. Like, he doesn't see himself. Like, some of the best villains are the The best ones villains who, are the ones that don't see themselves as evil. The, that they're the good evil. guys. They're the good guys trying to fight the hero who they see as the villain. Right. Those are the best ones. Going back to Killmonger, I think Killmonger was a better villain than Hela because of that. Because I think, essentially, he's... If you would have swapped like the characters and said and saw it from all of it being from Killmonger's perspective and said he's the hero of this story and Black Panther was the bad guy essentially you wouldn't have like questioned it well honestly because- I don't see why they don't they don't fucking make movies like that either way like pretty much intermingle two different movies so yeah. you see the perspective of the villain, why the villain's doing what he's... And, and not present them as villains either, one way or the other. I wanna, villains I or know, heroes, you know, know what I mean? There, I, know there's a mo- I know there's a movie that that's done that, and I can't for the life of me fucking think of it. But there's a movie and, like, uh, a couple of things that I, I can think of if my brain was working. Yeah. Uh, that have done that uh, really well, but it hasn't been done enough i think and i think it, it's something that should definitely be looked into for the future because it's it would give such a unique dynamic of looking at villain uh, put it this way sure most animes do that yeah animes do that really fucking well um who's a who's a character like that um let me see, let me see, let me see. A character who's bigger than life itself and feels like he's the one doing everything. Um, hmm. Oh, uh, in the, the, I got you. Uh, in My Hero Academia. Okay. Um, there's a, I know it's a new anime, but it's immediately came to my head. There's a character called Stain, and he's a villain who believes that the rise in heroes have taken away, um, like the opportunity for like people to defend themselves. He 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 has this whole big motto kind of thing, where he starts like you know his philosophy and whatever the case. Yeah, he loves to do. He's a monologue villain. Right. So when he gets captured, ultimately, like everyone's like, yo, he's not wrong. And like people start to think like, well, 
he's sure he's a bad guy, but shit, is he right? Is he this? Is that? And they start really considering, like, are heroes, you know, really the good guys? Because a lot of them do it for money and fame and popularity, and they're not doing it for the sake of doing good. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, so it was, it was a cool, like, perspective. It's not the best example. I really, really, really no, want to you, give you've made your point. a better example. But, you know. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, fun topic. The we have to figure out what their names are first. But the warrior women of Wakanda. Um. Uh. Uh. Okay. Oh, Dora Melaji. That's yeah. what their names are. So, Dora Melaji from Wakanda versus... The Amazons of Themyscira. Amazons of Themyscira. Who you got? Well, if we're going movie... I'm going, I'm going movie here. Just, okay. Just because just I don't know the lore specifically from either of the comic book canons, so I'm just going to go mm-hmm. by what I know. Honestly, I see it as a draw. Interesting. I do. I mean, the warrior women of Wakanda, they're highly, you know, they're highly trained. It's not like, as far as I know, the actual Amazons don't have any sort of like super strength. It's just Wonder Woman that has the, the godlike strength. Um... Yeah, I don't think they're super strong, but I think they are at least formidable to like a degree of like Batman. Well, yeah, but you're also talking about the most elite warriors that fucking fight alongside Black Panther, who I would wager would do fairly fucking well against Batman. Yeah, absolutely. So, and it's what okay. do you know what I mean? Because it's not like they're immortal. It's not like they can't be killed. Mm-hmm. You know, Amazons can be killed. They're super elite fighters from a mysterious island where they train their entire life and they're devoted to the Some throne of, of Themyscira. I think I think the only real edge I want to give Themyscira is the fact that they have time. They just, like, thousands upon thousands of years of experience. Well... I mean, you could look at it like that. The way, honestly, the way I see it is Themyscira, Themyscira, what's the word I'm looking for? Exists. Themyscira exists outside of time, outside of our time. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily that all these time periods have, because I mean, it, nobody knew about Themyscira up until World War One, like I said, if we're going strictly by the movies here, because mm-hmm. that's the easiest way to do it, easiest way to, to, to check, then, I mean, I just have to think that it exists out of, outside of time. Because, okay. I mean, they're obviously aging, and they don't talk about how they've been around. They've been around since the beginning of man. But, mm-hmm. you know, they were 
they were made beings. So, yeah, technically, in our point of view, they've lived for thousands of years, but I think they live sort of outside of time. Do you know what I mean? Because they're going to age and they're going to die. So I don't necessarily look at it as they've been training for thousands of years because it's not like they grow to adulthood and then they live for thousands and thousands of years because, I mean... What are they really going to learn? They're, it's not like they're out exploring shit and stuff like that. So, But don't they have, like, they know of everything that's happening within the current world and the current stasis of what's happening with the world? They may. To, like, a degree. Like, they, they, she said, like, uh, we, know, we know languages, we know technology. Like, she knows, like, he's like, how do you know English? And he's like, oh, she was like, oh, I know all that. Like, we, we learn, we have all the... Um, the knowledge for that. Okay, but they're also magical beings too. I mean, or they live in a magical place that was created by a, a god specifically for them. So, okay, uh, one could play if we're if we're because uh, I love playing devil's advocate. You could, absolutely, I, you I could, was waiting for it. You could potentially say that the knowledge is uh, updated throughout their lifetimes. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, yeah, they, they know about it, but how do they know about it? Okay. Do you know what I mean? So, if they're reading from these books, they're also on this mythical, magical island that sort of lets them exist outside of time. They don't need to, you know, like, they don't need to reproduce or mm-hmm. or, or at least, you know, they might have, have romantic relationships with each other, but, I mean... Are they able to like how are are more Amazons made? If it's only an island of women, so they're right. magical beings, so they may live longer in our grasp of time, but their amount of time. So basically, what I'm trying to say is, <sighs> that because they live on a mythical magical island made specifically for them by a god that mm. they may know all of these things just because the world's already passing you know passing by around them it, you know they would need to be up to date on what's going on so why not have you know if, especially i'm saying that zeus is is able to update their current knowledge of what's happening in the world and it's not necessarily a conscious thing maybe but or even, you know, new things get added to books and they ha- already know the base languages for all of these other languages so they can speak those languages. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So everything's built off of something else and it's a variation of this and this. So if you know the root of everything, it's easy to sort of see what's going on. So that's why she's able to decipher half so, this so and half that. Taking magic and vibranium and, like, like Wakanda tech... <laughs> And Amazon, like magic, because that's essentially what it is. Is taking magic. all that out of the equation, you still see it as a draw. Fuck yeah, really? Fuck yeah. Okay. Because I feel like if it was, I, it, I, I, if, it, if we're going, have, if we're going, I like, no, I have no, uh, like, I've given it thought, and I don't have a clear answer, so I would have to like say it's a draw, but that's only because I don't think i can say 
like without a doubt one versus the other. Yeah, I can't say either, but the, if we're going strictly, you're taking away the magic and you're taking away the vibranium and all that shit, and it's mm. just these two elite forces of women warriors that are essentially the most elite in the world on in, in either perspective universe, I still, you know, like, it's like having... Uh, what's a what's a good yeah like oh okay it's like it'd be like having Batman fight Daredevil but make Daredevil a billionaire like Batman so he has the gadgets they both have the same resources essentially what I'm saying is if both sides have the same exact resources, judging by mm. what their character makeups are. It would be mm. a draw, because. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The only real clear advantage that Themyscira would have is, like you said, you know, they're around for thousands and thousands of years. So if that's mm. a literal thing, and their lifespans are literally thousands of years, as opposed to them being outside of our particular uh, grasping of time then, right. of course, they would have the advantage and they would have the skill and they would probably be able to defeat. I think it would still be close. I think it would be down to the last man or woman for this <laughs> particular thing. But right. I think I think Themyscira would win if we're taking that into account. But if we're going strictly most elite women warriors in the Marvel Universe and the most elite women warriors in uh, the DC Universe, I think it's a fucking flat-out draw. Especially if, you know, say they're all average age at 30 or 25 or whatever. So mm -hmm. the Themyscirians have only had so many 25 years to train and become as good as they are. And the same thing with uh, mm. Dora. Fuck, I can never remember words. Uh, Dora Minaj. Yeah, something like that. Dude, sorry on. if I butchered that. Anybody who's listening that's really passionate uh, about... Yeah, hold on. Uh, Correct Dora me. Dora Melage. Dora Melage. Dora Melage. So I think if you're fighting, if, if you get the Amazons versus the Dora Melage, and they're both average age of 25 years old from birth to right now, like in our time, and take away mm -hmm. any special, you know, like the Dora Melage has vibranium, and you have the uh, mystical and and so sometimes magical things that Amazons can do and, and their weapons and that sort of shit. It's just standard one-on-one -on -one or group. I think it's a draw. I like it. But that's I like it. that's if we're stripping everything down, which seems to be the theme today is to just strip everything down to the <laughs> basics. It's Bare bones, everything. Fuck if you it. bare bones it, it's, it's all the same. So that's how they dress yeah. it up. It's you can't, You're not going to see anything original. It's all just going to be how are they dress it up and, and what they give a story to, you know, how their story is told. Speaking of, um, like, uh, original versus, like, um, you know, dressing up something like it's new, mm -hmm. I finally saw the first episode of Black Mirror. Yeah. Holy fuck. <laughs> like. Still haven't seen it. I'm. You still have it? Oh, I thought. I th oh, oh man. Okay. So I haven't seen it. I just, want to, but it's one of those things where it's like if I start watching this, is this is all I'm gonna watch? 
So, okay, now now I'm going to do what Tommy has been doing to me for weeks and tell him, you have to watch this fucking show. Yeah, and I'll probably sit down and binge it, and I'll blame you like you have been for me. We're going to do it together, because I would be like, all right, you saw this? All right, cool, because... And you can watch them out of order, which I've learned, like, you know, there's no um, chronological order. There, there are no tying. Yeah, you know, they're, all, they're all single events. And holy fuck. Like, you know what I say? That's what a way to put your dick on the table. Yeah. That show for a premiere, like, to premiere not only just, like, the first episode of the first season, like, to premiere, the, it, like, give the whole concept of this show in that episode and be like, hey, this is what could happen. Bam, here's my dick on the table. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, like, I'm there, and I'm like texting my girl. I'm like, babe, what the fuck am I watching? What? And she was like, it gets crazier. I was like, oh, I thought that wasn't the episode you watched. You watched? She was like, yeah, I watched the episode. She said she just didn't watch the scary ones. I was like, that wasn't scary i understand that that wasn't scary but that was a head fuck of, a, of an episode but, i love uh, i love mind fucks so i i'm sure oh, i'll enjoy the watching, fuck out of it so to recap tommy has had me watch the first three seasons of fringe <laughs> you gotta cool. watch you have to watch the four you gotta, you gotta I finish to, you gotta finish man uh he had me watch what uh see uh, eight which i fucking hate me for but it's okay <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, honestly, I would have just trimmed like, like you this much off your beard, just just because. Just, just you, you still, <laughs> you still gotta watch Dark. I know I have to watch Dark. Um, yeah, like I which, feel like you've been putting me on the shows, and I'm just like, oh, you son of a bitch. Which can I say? If you're going to watch Dark, it's in German, and I would behoove you to not do the fucking voiceovers. Don't do the overdubs. Don't it, get English right. subtitles. Bear through it for the first episode or two. It's After a while, you don't that, notice that it. Is, that is something that you guys can easily do. Like, there's no reason it, it that you just, should not be able to watch uh, a subbed anime. Because the voice acting, the voice acting on the overdub sucks, and it just it doesn't match up even close with the fucking mouths. It's just it's it's distracting, and it just overall it just makes you hate the series. <laughs> so Damn. don't do that. Uh, and I, I think I listened to like five minutes with the overdubs. I'm like, nope, I'm going to do the fucking, just do German. We'll do German. It's, it's way better. Oh, and when you watch it, don't ever feel like you have anything figured out because every time you think you do that, they're going to fucking slap you in the face with their penis. If Tommy ever, ever recommends a show to you, don't think you know shit. Because every fucking show is a mind fuck. Don't think you know anything. Oh, my God. I have texted him midway through seasons and be like, oh, shit. And he's like, keep watching. Just wait for it. And I'm just waiting. Like, I'll see something and just fucking want to chuck my phone. because God, my fuck. You said to, dude. My status last Friday was literally just, I fucking hate Tommy right now. Like, like why did you do this to me? Why, why did you do this to me? Um, yeah, I got text messages like, that's seriously how season two ends? Are you fucking kidding oh, me? <laughs> oh, man. That fucking, fucking guy. Ugh. It, it was, it was not fun. It's, especially since eight, like, I think since eight was a really, like, the nail, 
like in the coffin for me. Well, the best part I think was you on such an emotional level for so like I've never been so deeply attached to that many characters simultaneously and to a show that's moving forward and progressing and I know is gonna finish. Game of Thrones is like a close second. Well, think think about this one for a second too. Well, to be fair, Game of Thrones is a close second because I I I understand that everyone's gonna die, so that I don't feel as emotionally attached to anyone anymore. I can I can understand that. I can totally understand that. I, I gave up on fucking well, emotional attachments to that show. I think the funniest part about the whole thing with Sense Eight, especially, was was when I was down for Comic Barcon. We decided to watch the first episode. It's like, oh, we're gonna watch the first episode of Sense Eight, and we'll watch the first episode of Black Mirror, and we'll watch the first episode of Dark, and you know, I can just start these series off, and then. After we watched the first episode of Sense8, he's like, what the fuck? I, I don't care what I said earlier. We're going to watch the next episode of Sense8. And I was like, all right, cool, man. Oh, and then we God. finished the second one. He's like, you motherfucker. Now I have to watch the third one. <laughs> Yo, oh, man. Like, I, because I think, like, it was, like, you left Sunday, and I was watching, like, consistently for the most part. And my girl was like, yo, are you almost done? Like, because I was like, babe, you have to watch the show. And she's like, all right. Like, what episode are you on? I was like, oh, I'm like season two. And she was like, what the fuck? And I was like, I'm sorry. I tried. Catch up. Catch up. Just binge it. You watch the first episode and you'll want to binge right to where I I am. Do it. You could do it. Oh, man. I'm sure she powered through it. She, she, She will. But, like, understand, like, she's... She's coming from, like, not watching a lot of TV, like, to now getting introduced and watching a lot of TV because she, she's a book. She loves reading books. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, I'm getting her into stuff like Leverage and Luther. Well, yeah, uh, you got to have Leverage, man. Yeah, we watched This Is Us, and that's another fucking... No, not watching that. Nope. <laughs> nope. Just every everything that I've seen about it, I'm I'm not about that. Nope, not about that shit. You know, if there's, dude, I'm sure it's fantastic. Yes, absolutely. If 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 Alyssa gets to say no to scary things, I'm gonna get to say no to that. I'm saying no, and I don't think she wants to watch it either. So I'm happy about that. I I I would rather watch Downton Abbey with her than watch that. I was like. Why am I watching this? This, is, this seems so like oh da da da. Like I feel like I'm gonna be watching like girl more girls or something of that nature. I was like, oh, what was this lovey dovey shit? And then I'm watching. And oh, come I'm on, like, shit. You watch like, queer? Eye. We got you into queer eye for the straight or queer eye. Queer eye is amazing. Yeah, I it is. Live and die by that fucking amazing yes, show. Yes, queen. <laughs> oh my god hello hey, change you know hello balance <laughs> who gave you permission to be amazing <laughs> I love, I love Jonathan but my my two are Karamo and Anthony they yeah I like, can see I that I can them. see that oh man but uh, good times good yes, times to be at queen yes <laughs> oh man that was a great show fuck yeah so what are you looking forward to like we had oh Big announcement, they uh, pushed the release of uh, Infinity War back a week, which is fucking nuts. Well, shit, there you go, I'll take it. Um, was there any specific reason for it? I think Robert Downey Jr. just asked. 
<laughs> hey, whatever, man. Whatever works. If I get to see it a week earlier, that's fine by me. Right. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, I'm looking forward to season. What is it? Season two of of uh, a series of unfortunate events. I'm looking forward to. They're wrapping up. Um, well, no, they just started. They're like midway through shooting Luther season five. Um, as far as TV is concerned, that's like where it's at for me. Sense eight this year, um, and then movies is like it's going to be Deadpool, Infinity Wars. I am not as excited for Pacific Rim. I think I'm just going to watch it and you know take what I can get. Um, and then. Han Solo, apparently we're getting it in the summer. I'm surprised that we're getting it in the summer versus getting it uh, for the winter December, like we yeah. have yeah, with all these other movies. True. Well, they might pull something out. Who knows? We'll see. Honestly, outside of the ones that you mentioned, uh, I, am inc- I am so much looking forward to uh, I Kill Giants, which is coming out at the end of March. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That if, and um, if you haven't read the graphic novel, read the graphic novel because it's amazing. Another book that you were telling me about um, is now getting green light, uh, green light with uh, Chris Pratt, um, Cowboys, Vikings, and Ninjas. That's really, you t- and you didn't. I didn't tell you about that, but that sounds amazing. <laughs> Wait, you, oh my god, it's a graphic. I. It was either it was one of you fucking New England guys. So I'm saying you, Prez or Yun, told me about this. Hold uh, on. Sounds like a Yun. Sounds like the Turtle Man. But it could be Prez too. Cowboy, cowboy, Viking, Ninja. Oh, cow, cowboy, cowboy, Ninja, Viking. It's an image comic, which is why I'm surprised like you haven't you know uh, heard of it. It but, must be uh, a, either an old one or a new one. I haven't picked up a comic in a, like a year or so, which kind of makes me it, sad. But it debuted in two thousand nine. Uh, well, then and, I just wasn't and, looking and for from it. From two thousand nine to two thousand ten. Okay, I didn't pick up. I didn't really pick up a comic until like two thousand twelve. Okay, that makes sense. But um, yeah, uh, I'm get. I, shout out to Prez because he's fucking doing fantastic stuff. But uh, as all the guys are doing, but um, yeah, I'm excited. Like he's apparently some warrior that has like the three traits that I just mentioned. Like he can fight as each type or something like that. I'd like to see them do a, a five ghosts of Fabian Gray. That's coming back too, uh, in in uh, comics. Ooh. You know, five five ghosts of Fabian Gray. I've I've never heard of it. But I I feel like I I it's, feel like I may know it, but I don't I don't think I can like directly. This say character it Fabian Gray has uh, some sort of soul stone or something like that in his chest. I can't remember what it was called. It's been so long since I read it, but uh, he's able to f- call on five. I think it's like five literary ghosts, so he can he can call on like Merlin and Robin Hood and Dracula and uh, uh, Blackbeard or Davy Jones, you know, like 
like some That's crazy shit like that. And he's like fighting, That's and he's and it fuck. takes place in the the 1940s, so he's fighting Nazis. Oh wow! Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> it's done like an old, like a 1940s uh, uh, pulp comic. Oh, I like it. So yeah, it'd be I gotta, like I gotta check that out. That'd be legit if they did a movie of that. But I'm just glad that it came back. Nice. Yes, um, yes. I think that's it. I think we've uh, Good, had I'm, a solid episode. Good. I'm hungry. Me too. <laughs> I'm so hungry. Pizza came when uh, we were recording. Oh, man. All right. So uh, check out new stuff coming up. We have a new show, uh, Comic Bar Con, this July. Yep. Uh, we'll have stuff on the website and on, well, when the website gets launched, which is coming soon. Um, but we'll have it on our Facebook and our Instagram. We'll share more with you guys on those details. Be sure to check out IamThomasTBG.com. Or j- just IamTBG.com, but that's okay. okay. Thank, thank you for the plug anyway. I got you, fam. I got uh, you. And uh, check out 10 Minutes or Less on iTunes and Google Play and all that shit. I check it out on SoundCloud every week. I love that show. Um, Mondays and Fridays. Check out Danny, Successfully Failing, and Beyond, Geeks Unlimited, all the guys who work out. Check out my stuff, Tiles by Law. Shout out to Fat Guy uh, Inc. Shout out to Fat Guy Inc. Shout out to Pixelated Rampage, and Beyond, Gang Gang. Um, we have lots of stuff coming out for you guys, lots of collaborations and stuff, and it's going to be a phenomenal 2018. Faux show, son. Peace out, guys. Peace out, Cub Scouts.